state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. What's up, you guys? This is Charles Diamond, aka Charlie Black. This is Ali, aka Ali. This is Raj, aka U Dub. Oh, I like oh. that. Oh. I like that a lot. Okay. I'm just gonna switch it up like you do, so. That's 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 fresh out the fryer, you know. That's the first we ain't never heard that before. I like that. Yeah, that caught me off guard. I I I mess with it. All right. So, guys, a lot of stuff has happened uh, in like two days since the Lakers lost to to, to the Nuggets. Uh, a lot of relevant news items. So let's just dive right in, okay? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, uh, Stephen A. Smith reported recently... What? (laughs) (laughs) Great start. Um, That Brandon Ingram's dad said that Brandon Ingram is dissatisfied with the Los Angeles Lakers front office. (sighs) You know what? I'll be honest with you. I saw that headline, and I said, we're not going to do this. I'm not reading into this. I'm not... I'm not uh, gonna analyze this. So, does someone wanna? Does someone who's given it a little bit more thought than me want to go ahead and describe um, what 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 the feeling was um, with with with, uh, with Brandon Ingram's dis- dissatisfaction? Raj, you go right at it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Stephen A. Smith, so you take it with like mountains of salt, right? <laughs> <laughs> But he, he kind of brought it up, like, un, uh, unforced, like, uncoerced. So I think there's something to it, but I don't know, man. He says a lot of things that come in and out. So after, like, sitting with it, I feel like this is just another stir-up. But it's not great. You know, it's not great, Bob. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. It's definitely not great to hear, but also I haven't heard this from Ramona, so I don't believe it too much. But I also, like... If, if Ramona were to say, I would bl- completely believe because I don't, I don't blame Bi if that's true or Bi's dad if that's true because, I mean, he hasn't been of like a huge focus when he should be. He totally should be a huge focus for the Lakers, but they, I don't know, they just Lakers going Lakers for the last like three years. Can I genie bust this and just say fake news? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. That's fair, actually. Yeah, I because I, I, I do believe it's fake news. At the same time, it's like you said, Ali. Like if 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 he is dissatisfied with the front office, then you can't blame him at all. Um, Lakers Twitter specifically has been complaining about his usage and the way he's used um, for like the last two years. So yeah, that's that's why I was saying Lakers going Lakers because the develop the way they've developed their young guys has just not been great. I um, I, or we don't need to like go crazy into it, but of course I was sad when the Lakers traded D'Angelo. Um, I was confused and I guess disappointed when Julius Randle's rights were renounced and he was allowed to become an unrestricted free agent. I don't even know what, like, obviously they they realize that Brandon Ingram's good at the front office, so they're not gonna let just like let him walk or anything like that. Um. But if he gets traded and it's not for Anthony Davis, I don't really know. I, I don't really know if I'm if I'm in favor of that. <laughs> I don't really know if I'm going to recover from that emotionally. Yeah, it's really not defendable if he's moved for anything else than that. 
at least for right now. He's not even like really a restricted free agent until I believe next year. So there's just no mm-hmm. reason to even think about trading him. Yeah, if he got you know you know how like the D'Lo trade kind of caught you off guard, Completely. but with Rand, but when Randall mm-hmm. didn't resign with us, we kind of like saw it coming all season. We kind of knew that he wasn't going to come back this summer. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like definite, but you had that feeling. With Bi, it'd be the I think it'd be even more of a shock factor than when D'Lo got traded because. Just after the way he's performed, you kind of don't expect him to be traded at all. At least, I don't think any other team would trade someone who's performing like that at all. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't expect him to be traded, but if he does, I would just, I don't know. I also was wearing my, the day D'Lo got traded, I was wearing his jersey to a Dodger game. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, and we were on the way to the game, and I just remember seeing the notification and just being like, guys... D-Lo D- 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 just got traded <laughs> And I just like I, I would, And from that day on I remember I was so scared to ever wear An Ingram jersey Because I was just like This guy's gonna get traded if I wear this Yeah don't do it Don't put on Ingram jersey <laughs> no, And I got put in the same exact position I was going to a Dodger game near that same time In the following year And I just was like Alright I'm wearing no Laker jersey that day Oh man um, it, it, or quick, quick, quick! Another D'Lo day. D'Lo tr- got traded. Story. I don't know if you guys remember, but that same day, like there was noise in the morning, like a lot of noise in the morning that like Porzingis was dissatisfied with uh-huh. the Knicks, uh-huh. and the Knicks were extro- exploring trade packages. Um, oh yes, yes. And I've mentioned my my girlfriend's a Knicks fan, so I was just like blowing up her phone all day, being like, "Lakers are about to trade for Porzingis. Lakers are about to trade for Porzingis." And then my friend texts me, he's like, "Yo, the Lakers made a trade," and I was like, "Oh my god, I spoke it into existence." And <laughs> and no, no, that's not what happened at all. Do you uh, do you ever give your girlfriend shit for being a Knicks fan? Um, I used to, but at this point, like, it's kind of just like beating a dead horse uh-huh. um also we're becoming the knicks right now so That's i gotta kind of we don't we don't have too much ammo to talk sh- i mean we do have a lot of ammo for past wise but for these past few years we have no ammo to talk sh- against the knicks so yeah i mean we both traded our the guy who we thought was going to be our franchise star so yeah, yeah. and d-lo yeah <laughs> so yeah fun Pour times man fun times <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, more news to discuss moving on from Brandon Ingram. Um, speaking of pouring one out, actually, we do need to pour one out for Lonzo Ball uh, with the, the, the medical update once again coming in, in, <laughs> in the middle of the TNT slate, I guess. Uh, on, I, like on, that. I like that transition. That was good. Hey, thank you, man. You <laughs> of know, course. Um, wrote a lot of philosophy papers, had to go from one idea to the next, you know, in undergrad. Uh, which was like five years ago, so I should probably stop referencing that. Anyway, oh no, man, you good? We won, we won seventeen championships. We're good. <laughs> I like that actually. <laughs> um, yeah, Lonzo is probably not going to play again this season. Um, and I, I think when he first got injured, we as a fan base probably held that fear a little bit, uh, especially when it, the the diagnosis or the prognosis, I should say, was that he would be back within four to six weeks everybody was kind of like i call bullshit um and 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 the bull has been called um by lonzo's own ankle um obviously we're disappointed but 
like we expected this, right, guys? Yeah. I didn't expect him out for this season, though. You know. That's yeah. That's why I thought he would be available like in the last two weeks. Like that's why we asked that. Que- I asked that question uh, about like would you bring him back when he's available in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was not expecting that at all, and I don't get how injuries have worked with the Lakers this season. Because even LeBron, I think in the beginning of his injury, he was day-to-day. And then he was out how many games? Like 17 games? Yeah. So, Eight, yeah, 17 or 18, yeah. Yeah, and so I don't, I don't get how... They, they like to keep it discreet, and I don't like that at all. Because I need to know my news, my Laker news. So, yeah. Yeah, my like go-to is whenever a Lakers player gets injured, I, I look at the official press release, and then I go to, to at 3CB performance on Twitter because I'm like, <laughs> all right, he'll be honest at least. Like, yeah. I, I need some know content. how it is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, that, it, what, I said this on, on the last pod, I think. It kind of sucks because you – Lonzo's such a such a like a mental basketball player. Like we know that from from like his inconsistency with being aggressive and like what appears to be a complete mental freeze when he gets to the free throw line. So I really wanted him to be able to like touch the floor after such like a bad ankle sprain, um, yeah. so right. he doesn't doesn't sort of go into the off season just like having not played competitive basketball for months. Um, so that's kind of trash. Uh, that being said, if he like really takes the time to get healthy, he'll actually have an off season um, where he's not hurt to to work on his game. Um, and I think that's probably the most important thing for for him and honestly for for the team. If if the team wants to be successful, we need Lonzo Ball at his at his absolute best uh, next year. Yeah, I was looking at the calendar. Um... I don't know if you guys agree, but I think he should come back at least for one or two games. I don't want him to sit out nine months because he got hurt like January, and then we don't start again until October. So it's like that's a long gap for a guy like you said that goes off confidence, you know. So if it was, for, I, I would disagree in that. If it was for one or two games, I just wouldn't see too. I wouldn't understand it too much because like mm-hmm. I would just be really worried if he got hurt. I mean, if it was like the final few weeks, then he'd be able to like get himself back into rhythm a little bit and you know but in the last two games i don't think i would like he would yeah. be even on the floor much that's true so also oh go ahead uh i would also really want to see bonga get some minutes uh now that lonzo's out for like it, what it seems like for the rest of the season just because he hasn't really seen the floor much this season and he's not he's not ready for to play in nba games at least that's my what i think but I would love to see right now how his defense holds in, like, an NBA game where he plays at least 20 minutes. Because I, I absolutely love his defense, and he really irritates players in the G League. And obviously, G League talent is nothing like NBA talent. But I would love to see how that holds with NBA talent as of right now in his rookie season. He's gotten so few minutes. Uh, like, I feel like he just gets thrown in for, like, the last 75 seconds of a game sometimes. Who does he usually guard in, in, in all for South Bay? Like, I don't even know who, who he guards. Like, does he guard wings? Does he just stick with the point guards? Honestly, it's been it's been different all season. In the beginning of the season, it was mainly, it was mainly like, forwards. But mm-hmm. as of late, they've had him guard guards, and he picks them up full court, and he annoys the shit out of them. That's awesome. No, it's so it's so fun to watch. That's why I'm like, I kind of want to see him do that in the NBA and just see what happens. Now, obviously, like, if he guards Kyrie, he might get cooked. 
but like <laughs> I would still like to see it just to see those little flashes where he might annoy him and stuff like that, you know? Where, yeah. Where the stuff you want to see from the young guys. Oh, yeah, are you saying you don't want to develop Rajon Rondo anymore? <laughs> you know, I just, I think, I think he's uh, a little bit past his prime, just a little bit. So, you know, it, it wouldn't hurt just to rest him, you know, just to make him ready for the next season. Because when we give him like $20 million a season, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he if he signs with Clutch, he might be our, our second max guy. So, <laughs> you probably should make that make that decision. It's a good business decision. Lakers re-sign Rajon Rondo and KCP both for twenty million in four years. Yeah, that's just that's just a sign that we are really we're just going to continue the tank for <laughs> another year after this. What? Um, no, that's not. A tank. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of continuing the tank, yeah, LeBron is is uh, on some sort of it's an unofficial minutes restriction. Luke said that it's not technically a minutes restriction. It's going to be a case by case basis. What I believe is that LeBron is going to get to play like national TV games as many minutes as he wants <laughs> to score as much as he wants. Um, and then games where we need to lose, <laughs> LeBron's going <laughs> to play 25 minutes. He's going to get the Anthony Davis treatment. Um, Game, yeah. Games where he has too much wine the night before, he can call and just be like, no, I'm, I'm good. I would think I'll sit this one out. Man. Okay, all right, sure. And then the next game, the Lakers will send him, like, two bottles of wine and be like, here, just because you missed the last game, we feel a bit bad. Here's these new two bottles of wine. Look, man. Did... Go ahead, Raj. I was say, how did we get here? You know? I was thinking, I was thinking this <laughs> so, is, like, so we're in, like, three separate seasons. In the beginning, we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to fight for a playoff spot, you know, a top four seed. And then we're like, all right, we'll get a bottom eight seed, you know? And now we're back in the lottery. Like, what? <laughs> what Listen, happened? There's this uh, Jason underscore Timp F uh, tweeted, LeBron, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, and Brandon Ingram only managed to share the court in 23 games this year. That is so sad. Um, <sighs> they went 15-8 and eight in those games with a positive 5.3 net rating and a 99.9 defensive rating in 373 minutes. This would be the fourth best net rating and the best defensive rating in the league right now. And so I looked up how Lon- how Rajon if you substituted Lonzo with Rajon Rondo in that with so Rajon with LeBron Ingram and Kuzma they've gone 10 and 10 with a negative 5.5 net rating <laughs> and a 110.9 defensive rating in 183 minutes this would be the sixth worst net rating in the league and tied for 20th in defensive rating so yeah I don't know if you saw Kevin Arnovitz thing uh, where he said, uh, like, where Rondo's the only, I believe Rondo's the only guy with, like, a negative net rating with LeBron. So, like, everyone else has, like, a positive one. Rondo's the only one at, yeah. I love Rondo's stats this year. They're so fun. (laughs) They're so, after every game, I always look up, ah, what's his plus minus? Ah, how do you do on the court? And, like, just, it's just, it's just fun. Because a lot of times people, I don't know, I feel like people just look at stats, like, just, like, the box score. And don't really watch mm-hmm. the game. So then I feel like that's what Stephen A. does so many times. He'll look it up and be like, oh, Rondo had 15 points and 11 assists, 7 rebounds? What What did the young core just do? Why did they mess that up? And it's like, what? No, man. <laughs> it's not what happened. <laughs> it's just not what happened. Yeah. Fake news, yes. <laughs> A lot of fake news going on. Jeannie would be proud. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> um... Yeah, I um, I guess we could just 
Well, really quickly before we talk about Rondo, I'll say we're, I, I was going to say I guess we could just move into into the Rondo discussion, but before we talk about Rondo, Raj, you're right. How do we get to this point? It's really sad. Um, it I is. was like, I want I I like even a week ago I was like watching the standings like every night as like the Jazz were playing the the Spurs or the the Kings were playing somebody being like, okay, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. And now I just like look up Chateau Bevachel and, and see how much. Uh, how expensive of wine Kyle Kuzma is affording. Um, and I hope he buys his mom some wine. Like, if he's going to drink $100 bottles, like, come on now. Like, I, I know he's an NBA player, but, like, that's late first round. You know what I'm saying? If you're dropping bills on wine like that, you got to sh- like you gotta make sure Kerry Kuzma's out there sipping on the finest Pinot Noirs as well. You saw him tweet out the wine to LeBron? Yes. Yeah. I, I imagine that that wine gets sent to LeBron in 20 boxes, and LeBron doesn't even pick it up off the floor and has his friend just take it home. <laughs> I, that's, that's the why I was like, LeBron would, could just destroy him with this. Uh, do you think, like, they have, like, wine parties? Do you think, like, everybody goes over to LeBron's house and they just have, like, a little tasting? A little I don't tasting? Think, I don't think so. I think it would be on, on – someone would put it on their story, so I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, unless fair. it's Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram doesn't put much on a story, so I can see Bi doing that. I, I was I was gonna say uh, D'Lo's not on the team anymore, so maybe like it stays in house. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't you have done it. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you, you, don't worry, we can go back and edit that out. Don't even worry. Fantastic. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, now, also really quick, oh, just to answer that question, Raj, of why, mm-hmm. how, like, how did we get here? I I think there's just one answer, and it's just injuries. Is just straight injuries. I, I just wish we had a full, healthy... I still... Obviously, we, I, I mean, my belief is we don't win the championship, like, either way. But, like, it would have been a really fun season to watch. I would have fully enjoyed the season if they didn't have injuries. Because I think they still would have been that fun group that has those moments of just, like, playing great basketball. It just... It hurts me to think. I mean, injuries plays a part, but I feel like... It's not really, like, fair to just throw that on there. Like, I mean, we've been healthy for, like, the last, what, a month? I mean, obviously, without Lonzo Ball, but we shouldn't go into, like, this much of a dumpster fire, you know? Like, we've been, like, really bad for yeah, quite a I'll, while now. I'll, I'll agree with that. I, I do, yeah, they shouldn't have done what, they, what happened. Like, they shouldn't lose to the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> but uh, I, like, I think what got the ball rolling was injuries. So sure. I will just, you know, put all 100% blame on that just because, you know, it makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the reason they yeah. lost to the Phoenix Suns was injuries is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not to beat a dead horse, obviously, but, like, if you put together a roster that is that is deep, then, or, or at least makes sense, then you should be able to withstand some injuries and, like, at least put up some solid performances or night in night out or compete night in night out so uh, i guess a little column a a little bit of column b well according to rob Polinka, a lot of people say that we have one of the deepest rosters in the league <sighs> a lot find of a lot of people yeah you know who i think he was talking about when you play uh when you play 
<laughs> when you play my league on 2K, you can go to like the social media tab, and like there'll just be fake people tweeting about your team. And I think maybe he just like pulled up 2K and said, "Wow, like look at Tim Tim Bontemps, Kevin Arnovitz, wow, deepest awesome. roster." <laughs> and it wasn't even about like he didn't even make the Lakers roster on 2K. Yeah. He like had his own roster in my player, and it was just like, you know what? I'm playing on the Lakers in my player. Let's do that. Let's let's say that's what it is. Oh my gosh! Uh, also, I'm very upset that you watched that. I forgot who tweeted that, but they tweeted all of the uh, the the like clips of that that press conference. I'm so upset mm-hmm. that you watched all of that, Rick, because me and Raj had a really good idea to pull against you, and I just you just ruined it all by watching it. So why? Yeah, I ruined it. I ruined why, it. Be on Twitter less, man. um yeah shout out glass half faults at pickup hoop uh for putting that together um i mean can we just can we just can we go ahead can we just talk about them is that okay it is okay but it hurts that we can't even you know that we can't even go over the game i will explain the game just so people know please Um, what we were gonna do is we were gonna um pull up the quotes that magic or rob said and, like, play a game of, uh, is this a real quote or fake quote? And we were just going to make up stuff that, like, sounds like something that Magic would say. And, like, just <laughs> have you guess whether it was real or true. Because some of the quotes are just so <clears throat> crazy that you just wouldn't know. But then you watched it and ruined it, so. What is your guy's favorite one from all those? Like, all the, like, the most wild one you thought from, if you can remember, on rewatching it. <laughs> My, my favorite, I have a couple favorites, but I'll just say one right now. My favorite, and I hope I'm not stealing either of, of you guys's, is, is um, and I remember when I watched this in live, I was, I was obviously I drank the Kool-Aid, so I was hyped, but this is the one quote where I was like, huh? When when Rob Palenka goes, um, you know, pace is an overused term. Everybody wants to play with pace. We want to play with pace. We put this roster together so we could play with thrust. And like... <laughs> even in the moment, even in the moment, I had like that moment where I was like, "What the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant?" Like, <laughs> that's like that. I feel like that's my reaction after every Rob Palenka quote. You know what's sad though? I bought that. Like, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that makes sense." Like, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go. Totally sounded so good. His, yeah, he sells what he says perfectly. I won't even. He, he, him, and Magic do that very well. Um, but yeah, no, that. I, you know what? I'm just going to substitute my favorite for that one now because of the way you just said that. <laughs> so that is now my favorite quote. <laughs> awesome. Man. Yeah. I'll put, I'll put Dash Raw Palinka and then right underneath Dash Rick. <laughs> Great. I told I told Ali, but my favorite one is the um, it was Magic Johnson uh, gushing over McGee getting a block in uh, in like pickup. You know, he's like, oh my god, you guys should have seen this. Like Kuzma thought he had a layup, but here came McGee just blocking it. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh man. Yo, if 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 he saw like my my, I have a sister who's in ninth grade. It's like if he saw my sister block a shot in practice, she would play for the Sparks tomorrow. Like, <laughs> like he was so excited. He Kuzma thought he had it and just uh uh-uh. uh. 
Uh-oh. Do you guys remember this? He's like, we're going to have a brand new KCP. Like, you're not going to Yo, recognize yeah, him. Yeah. Oh. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> like, this man was going to come back like a Marvel statue and be Clay Thompson. <laughs> I was like, oh. well, I mean, that's honestly, that's one. Because KCP had that, that he, he was in he was in and out of that, that halfway house at the beginning of the year. So I knew he wasn't, like, mentally there. So I that's one I really bought. I was like, oh, yeah, KCP at full strength. Like, no jail. Like, we're good to go. You understand, when, K- when we got KCP, you have no idea how much I like was telling my friends this guy this guy is gonna be huge for us and like I showed them there's like a huge YouTube clip of his defense on Steph Curry and I'm like he's also pretty young like he's gonna like just keep improving like there's no, like he's gonna be such a, this contract is such a good contract blah, blah blah and then this summer came and I was like you know what he went through all those stuff last season this season's gonna be different and you know just drink that whatever Magic was drinking with it and completely just thought he was going to be huge for us again and i just you know i was right i was completely right he's been huge for us um i I mean we could just keep going honestly a a couple more um one of one another another favorite of mine was (laughs) when (laughs) sorry when rob flink goes we put this roster together uh, because we feel like this roster's strengths align with our coaches' <laughs> strengths. Nope. And I was and like, man, added- these guys really think Luke is trash. <laughs> like, that's crazy. <laughs> no, and then he added, well, hold up, and then he added, with months and months of analytics. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> His um, Magic's analytics, analytics are oh yeah he did well in the playoffs last year yep he's good I I always feel <laughs> I always feel bad because there, there's, a, there's a guy who wor- he works for the Lakers he works for the analytics department and I've like talked to him before and I know he's a smart guy so I'm like, I don't know where the disconnect is. Like, I don't know if, like, you give him, like, a one-sheeter. You give, like, Magic and Rob a one-sheeter. And, like, they just, like, Jimmy Butler meme, crumple it up as they're dancing and throw it behind their head. No, they, um, they, hand, they hand them the sheet, and Magic looks at it and goes, ooh, Rondo, ooh, Lance. They don't even look at the stats. And they're like, yeah, let's get them. <laughs> um, oh. oh, real I, quick, um, that, that, uh... That glass half folds guy, so I was talking to him about the Muscala trade, you know? And he said Muscala, like, right right before the trade deadline, he was playing for the Clippers, and he scored, like, 17 points. And he says, like, that's the first time he thinks Maddie Johnson, like, saw him. <laughs> and then just, like, immediately just traded for him, you know? <laughs> I, I, I believe that, though. I'm pretty sure that's why he wanted Mo Wagner, too, because I remember watching Mo against Villanova, and I was like, man, this guy's gritty. He's tough. He's got a motor. And then, like, we draft him, like, 15 spots too early and Maddox's like this guy's gritty he's tough he's got a motor and I was like no we watched the same game <laughs> I still love Mo obviously but you know yeah, no, I, I, I love Mo but I know me and you have the same belief in who they should have drafted of course yeah, of course I'm not, I don't even want to say his name we're not we're not gonna say it um and you know what one of the reasons we're not gonna say it is because um eric pinkus asked at the opening press conference um you know if they were pleased with their center rotation uh and and magic said you know we're very pleased uh, and there's not really a true center dominant center in the league anymore so we don't really need a center who can play big minutes and thankfully we don't have a center no, magic who can play was so big pleased minutes. with the centers that we had that he was like you know what we don't even need zubak 
Like, like, why would why would we draft Mitchell Robinson when we can oh, sit Mo it. Wagner? I, sh- I, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> why why would we draft Mitchell Robinson when we can sit Mo Wagner, trade Zubats, um, and sign a wash Tyson Chandler who will play excellent for like two weeks, and then we're playing Kuzma at five to like be, a summer league again. To be fair, uh, Mo Wagner did get hurt, so he like had a, like he was he was coming back later in the season. But, I mean, lately they haven't, I mean, besides last game, they haven't really been playing him even when he got fully healthy, which I would say was around January. I would, just from looking at it, he seemed pretty healthy, like fully healthy there. But, yeah, they've barely played him. Yeah, I, I, I forget, honestly, that he, he was hurt at the be- like before the season even started. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's super, that's really trash for him, um, especially for a guy who's, like, all about, like doing the little things and, and being able to go a hundred percent all the time. Like that's sort of his, one of the, one of the reasons he's valuable on the floor. And it's like, you can't go a hundred percent. If your body's not at a hundred percent, you're kind of taking away the one thing that, that he always has to, to show. And, and by the way, and just, I know random stat, but in Mike Muscala's seven games, he's five of 18 from three, the guy they brought to <laughs> spread the floor, 27.8%. And then Mo Wagner in his 26 games, He's went. He's gone 14 for 39. It's not a. That's still not great. It's 36, 35.9%. But like, what if you really, really wanted to stretch player? Why didn't you just put Mo Wagner in? Well, just put him in. Yeah. <laughs> just, just put him in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm so disappointed. Um, I, and lately, everybody's been shitting on us for that Zubok trade. I was watching. I was watching the Laker replay of the Clippers game, and I remember I watched it at friends. And I forgot to record it, so I, I asked my mom, I was like, hey, can you record the game? She's like, yeah. And she recorded it on the Clippers channel, which, I mean, I, I, did, I didn't mind. I was just like, all right. And I, even the commentators were, like, destroying us for that trade. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I tweeted it out. They were literally saying, like, I never understood why. I, I forgot what, it, what he said word for word. Hold on. Let me, yeah. let me, let me, or I was going to play out loud. Hold up. You can, if you, you, got can it. you can edit this part out. Yeah, for sure. Want. For uh, sure. Tell me if you can hear this, okay? All right. Okay, here, I'm gonna restart it, okay? Okay. Here's the actual full quote that I tweeted out of what the commentator said. At what point in the game, Ralph, as we look at Beverly going for the layup, are the Lakers front office saying to themselves, why the heck did we get the Clippers Zubats? <laughs> I, I can't understand it because the guys they got, Muscala, who transferred from Philadelphia to the Clippers to the Lakers, was hardly playing, yeah. playing about 10 minutes a game. Zubats, such a bright future. He does have a bright future. <laughs> that was so, I remember hearing that and just like having to pause the TV and just being like, Oh my goodness, that that was hurt. They said it a few times though, right, Ellie? That night. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm no, they sure did. I remember they, hearing they brought, them. <laughs> yeah, they brought it up. They brought times. it up a good three to five times throughout the game, and I was like, "Thanks, guys. Thank you so it's much." Like every time, every time he got a rebound, they're like, "Damn, how did we get him?" Like, Ralph <laughs> <laughs> Lawler, Ralph Lawler, and Don McLean just keep wanting to hammer it in, just to be like, "Yeah, yeah, they, they, Magic doesn't know what he's doing." Wow. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, That's terrible. Yeah, I, I, I almost was on the verge of tears. But when they, when Zubak, because Mo, I mean, Mike Zubak has six rebounds in his seven games played with us. 
<laughs> they oh, probably probably haven't got like two rebounds. It was like they brought up the rebound stat. They just brought up everything. <laughs> they did all their research. <laughs> I um I was so confused that when we like not immediately because I was too confused to do it immediately, but eventually I was like, you know what? Like, there's no way that this isn't like a Rob Palenka power play. So I need yeah. to know like who Ma- Mike Muscala's agent is. So Mike Muscala's <laughs> agent is Sean Kennedy. Uh, who works for Excel Sports Management, which has an office in New Jersey. Shout out East Coast. Shout out Excel. Um, let me get a job. Um, so Sh- Sean Kennedy also represents Hassan Whiteside. That's his biggest client. Pass. Hey, I mean, he got him. Hard pass. He, he got him. He got him the the big bucks. Hey, he's a worker. Sean Kennedy's a worker. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, Did I just don't also want the big rich- bucks to go to the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> they should stay right there. Yeah, you're good, you're good in Miami. Go ahead, stay there. I mean, um, I remember, uh, did you guys want Whiteside when he was a free agent? I did, actually. I did, too. Uh, I, I did, too. Yeah. He's a good fit with D'Angelo, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I just thought he was a good fit with D'Angelo at the time to give him, like, a pick-and-roll partner. I was like, yeah, he's, like, a scoring big. We're rebuilding, you know, for the next, like, three years. Like, why not? Uh, yeah, yes, I didn't want them to throw him the max, but I want them to throw him like pretty big bucks. I just wanted someone who was good. I'm not gonna lie; like I was beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, we status. got. I was like, we got KCP. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, was a, that was a laugh full of tears. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what that was. Um, I guess. Um, I guess, I guess. Oh, you know what? Let's just keep it rolling. Speaking of tears, um, we we can hit on we can hit on the Nuggets game a little bit. Um, and and LeBron had some shed some tears uh, on the bench during that game uh, as he passed Michael Jordan for most points all time, moving into fourth on the list. Now we can talk about the game itself also, but first, um, yeah, it was a little awkward. Not awkward. It just was anticlimactic when it happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I was watching the game at work, uh, and and one of my coworkers, um, he asked me over under. What, what's your over under uh, on the stoppage time when LeBron passes Jordan? Over under three minutes. And me, I, I was like, oh, I'm taking the over. You're a fool. Like a timeout. This is a nationally televised game. A timeout itself is two and a half minutes. Like we're gonna get at least thirty seconds of extra buffer for this great achievement. And the over-under should have been like 45 seconds. To, to be fair, they did say, I think it was before the game, they said uh, the NBA told them that they wouldn't stop the game for uh, when he passes that achievement after what they did with like Kobe. Yeah, right. So, so to be fair, that they couldn't stop it too long. But you're right, I thought it would last at least a little bit longer. But I mean... I mean, it, it's just it's just awkward timing, you know. Like, I it obviously it's a huge accomplishment and everything. Like, I would if I was there, I would have stood up and clapped and everything. But it obviously would have been a little bit better if it was just in a better moment. Like, even if they were up by 15 in that game, it would have been a little bit different. But just because like they were, how much were they down by when that happened? I don't, man. I don't exactly remember. Hold on. Also, I'm I'm really I'm so tired of people saying how much Laker fans hate LeBron. Like on on around the horn, uh, they were saying I forgot who it was, but they were saying how like Laker fans are already tired of seeing LeBron's face and like don't even want to see him and stuff like that. And I was just like, I'm so like I hate how people say Laker fans hate LeBron. We don't hate LeBron at all. In fact, I'm so happy he's on our team. Like every day, I'm thankful that he's on our team. 
It's just, I think our attitude is just because we are so tired of losing. And so yeah. it's, it's a completely different. We don't hate LeBron. We just hate losing. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm just tired of that yeah, he, notion that Laker fans, yeah. Yeah, he's going to pass Kobe next year. And I don't think most Laker fans, like, care, right? We, like, not at all. We really, we just want to win. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pass whoever you want. Just, like, <laughs> exactly. we want to win. I, I, if I was at the game, I would, st- again, I guarantee you, Staples Center's will go crazy when he does that. And what mm-hmm. he, what everyone thinks is, oh my goodness, it's going to be so quiet and awkward. It's not at all. Yeah, to your point, like you said, Ali, we were down 16 when he, uh, we were down 16 midway through the, through the second quarter and had given up 55 points with six minutes left to go in yeah. the second quarter. So yeah. it was like, it was bittersweet, as has been. <clears throat> this entire season, um, but that that game specifically, I I had like just like the sequence uh, of the game that I felt just sort of like described this like the feeling of this game. It was when Luke called his first timeout uh, of the game. LeBron had like hit two threes, so he comes down and just heat checks like yeah. a thirty footer, like a thirty two footer, and bricks it hard. Um, and so immediately the Nuggets come down. And Murray runs a pick and roll with Jokic, and Rondo just died on the screen. Just like <laughs> didn't move, just died. Doubled over after contact and just did not move. Uh, and Murray hits a hits a pull up three. So then we come down the floor, and Rondo like sets up like basically just draws it up on his on his own. Uh, a little curl play for for Reggie Bullock at the elbow at the elbow, and like the action fails. So Rondo just like pulls it out and drives middle on Murray and kicks it out to Josh Hart, but. There's, like, two seconds on the shot clock. So Josh, like, clanks it off the side of the backboard. And then Denver gets a fast break. And Jamal Murray, like, pushed it to the basket. And LeBron basically just, like, backpedaled into the restricted area <laughs> and just doesn't contest Murray's floater at all. And I was like, that's that's exactly what this, like, that's what the game is. It's we're going to celebrate Le- LeBron's achievements by hitting two threes, and then LeBron's going to do something ridiculous, and we're just going to shit the bed for the rest of the game. Like that's that's there's nothing positive but LeBron's points, and that's like pretty much the season <laughs> as a whole. Yeah. Um, and then Luke calling timeout is also Luke trolling uh, all of us by <laughs> just like <laughs> with his lineups and like not caring and just. I feel like his timeouts are like to give him a break, you know. Like, <laughs> It's not really to help the team at all. He just He's probably thinking, like, wow, the commentators are probably just destroying us right now. Uh, they're probably talking <laughs> shit about me. All right, I just need to stop this for a quick second so people try to change the subject. <laughs> or or maybe he's, like, a, a, an investor in El Pollo Loco, and he knows that, like, they have a, t- a commercial coming up in the next break. So he's like, let's get this timeout in real quick. Let's get some people to El Pollo Loco, you know, I'm help already, out my investment. I'm already on the way out. I got to I gotta get as much money as I can now. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think Luke knows he's on the way out? Like, you think he thinks that? <clears throat> yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's like no way, right? <laughs> I, I, I was, I was thinking this. I was like, what if Magic and Rob just like surprised us all and was like Luke? And I, like, I remember people were thinking this at the beginning of the season. What if they're just like Luke? You got to fire Miles Simon. You got to fire Brian Shaw. You got to fire Jeb Bushler. We're bringing in like some old heads, and we're gonna, we're gonna like really install something here um but you're gonna stay yeah and i like fantasized about that for a second because i do like luke i love yeah it hurts me (laughs) it hurts but i was like yeah that's not that's just that's not happening that's impossible you're you're living in fantasy world right now yeah 
I the, I saw uh, I, I he's for sure he's for sure getting another job in the future in the NBA. I, at least I think. Yeah. He was, for his, sure. it was his first run at it, and it's not like it ended in a way like Fisher's did or anything like that. Yeah. I feel like that's the sad part, though. Like, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna Julius Randle, Luke Walton. Like, we're gonna look up <laughs> four years later and we're gonna be like, wow, this guy is leading like a really young team to a top ten defense, and like they're really buying in. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Are, why didn't we develop Luke like we said we were gonna? <laughs> it's it's much harder to develop a coach than players. I feel like, and I mean, I could be wrong in that. But I think I think you can be more patient with players than you can be with a coach. I, I think you're 100 percent right. Okay. I mean, it also like at the same time though, like you, it, like guys have a situation that's like tailor fit for them, and they can't succeed. Like this roster was set up specifically to Luke's yeah. strengths, and he can't succeed. So I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speak while we're while we're talking about the Denver game. Speaking about Mo, though, um, there was one like sequence in the first. I think it was in the first quarter where like Plumley like spun off Mo like super quick and just like yammed it, or maybe he just got a got a bucket. No, yeah, that's oh, what yeah, happened. Yeah. He just got a bucket off him, and then Mo came down and like was like hunting for a basket yep. to get Plumley back. So he like made this ag- super super aggressive cut and like tried to destroy the rim, and it just like clanked <laughs> off. But I was like, I love that passion. Let's go. <laughs> And then the next possession, he hit a three. In in South Bay games, he's constantly talking sh. He and you can't see it on TV, but like from seeing in person, he's like nonstop, like just saying little things to whoever's guarding him. It's so funny, but he's like that's why I I love him because he's like so full of energy, and the guy just like genuinely like loves competing, and that's who we should have more on the court, you know, playing basketball when they love to compete. Actually, and yeah. like shout out, shout out. Caruso and Mo and Joe Will for and Jay Will for like the way that they yeah. played in the second half. They absolutely Rick, like it, it. Actually, was fun to watch basketball at that moment. <laughs> yeah, Rick, Rick, earlier you said Rondo like dies on screens, right? You yeah, said, yeah, I think that's like generous because I feel like you have to be alive <laughs> to die on the screen. So like he's already dead when that starts. We have the difference, and then you watch like Caruso and you see like this life of energy. And he's not, like, some crazy good player, but just, like, you see, like, the happiness and the passion. Like, I think that's all I wanted, you know? Like, I don't need, like, the. it's not the losses that bother me, I found, from that Denver game. It's, like, just, you know, give a crap for a little bit. Yeah. Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. With, with, I, I pulled this stat. With uh, the starting lineup of Rondo, Bullock, Hart, LeBron, McGee, in 10 minutes that they played together, had a plus-minus of negative 8. An 85.7 offensive rating and 123.8 defensive rating, and a true shooting percentage of 49.5%. Then, in the six minutes that Caruso, Hart, LeBron, Mo, and Jay Will played, it was, they had a plus minus of one, and off, obviously it's a short uh, sample size, but an offensive rating of 140, a defensive rating of 118, and then a true shooting percentage of 72.6%. So, clearly, giving a shit actually matters. <laughs> <laughs> who to, who to thunk it, right? That's crazy. <laughs> Why would that happen? And yeah, I just uh, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, it's well, just really depressing for a quick second. All right, let's let's get back to it. Hey, let's get back to it. We're all good. We're all good. Um also, this is like not a comp- like obviously this is not a holistic stat, but my favorite stat um 
for Rajon Rondo. It's it's like super general and not deep, but you mm-hmm. guys know value over replacement player, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. His value over. Can you say that again? Sorry, I didn't hear that. Value over replacement oh, yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His VORP. Yeah. His VORP <laughs> is is. is ah, his, now his, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the only way I know it. I'm, the VORP. Why, why didn't you say that at first? Um, his his VORP is literally zero. Oh. It is it is he is he is the definition of a replacement player. Um, that's a lot of money for a replacement player. I'll say that. And Raj, to get back to your dying on screens uh, point, I think I think setting a screen on Rajon Rondo this year is the definition of beating a dead horse. <laughs> like, why are you setting the screen? There's He's no not going to guard the drive regardless. <laughs> like, like, it's all good. Um, yeah. All right, fantastic. All right, well, we went over the Nuggets game, so... We're at 44 minutes on the dot now. Um, I shouldn't have said that because I'm going to edit it and we're going to be at like 4127. Um, but hopefully they don't look at the <laughs> at the time code. We got a little bit of time to talk about tonight's game. Uh, the ABC, the, the Saturday primetime matchup. Um, Lakers, Celtics. Crusoe, now, Kyrie. Cru- <laughs> um, you know, Al Horford, Mo Wagner. Uh you know, like the matchups we've really been like like when when you see this game on the schedule, that's what you, that's what you're looking Marcus forward Smart, to. Marcus Smart, Josh Hart. Ooh, yeah. yes, yeah, yes. That's a Spider Man meme, no? Yeah, that is. That <laughs> is. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> I would. I I used to want to say that it's because it shouldn't be that because Josh Hart can actually hit threes and Marcus Smart can't. But you know, it's just it just you know that's how she goes sometimes. That's how. Yeah, you know that's what happens. Yeah. Um. So, guys, what are we thinking? Another Rajon Rondo game winner at the buzzer? Or, like, we'll probably get another good Rajon Rondo game. I'll say that. <laughs> well, even though that wasn't even a good game for him. That was, like, just a good play. But Yeah, that's what I was going to be like. Hopefully we get another buzzer beater. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be nice. A little, little bit of happiness in the Lakers season. Um, the Lakers have won five. Five. That was... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say the Lakers have won five of the last seven uh, Celtics games at home. So like we got the numbers on us. The numbers are on our side right now. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we have something on our side. <laughs> Is Kuzma playing? Uh, I I didn't see any update on that, but I would guess no. I think I think he's still listed as questionable. So <laughs> it's like so, I'm. So, Ali, are you saying they should just take this to El Segundo then and just play this, like, the South Bay versus, versus Boston? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would like that. I, would, I think that would be pretty cool. But, I mean, I really do hope that those guys see a lot of minutes again. I mean, not they like the same amount or more as last time. But, yeah, we can play there. I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, it's, it should be a fun game. If um, well, do I'm sorry, not to is is Brandon is Brandon uh also questionable? I haven't seen an update on him. At this point, either. I'm expecting them to be out for the rest of the season. <laughs> Does he still have a shoulder? Like that's what I'm asking. Is his shoulder like is his shoulder still attached? Like yeah. we, get, we have no news at all. <laughs> we just got we just got told his shoulder hurts. And I, that's did guys, it. Did you guys ever find out the play that that happened on or anything? 
No, I don't think I don't think us. they know either. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I read that they didn't know what specific play. The play, uh, the thing that the thing that happened was they said, "Brennan, you've been playing too well lately, and it looks like your shoulder hurts, so you're just gonna sit <laughs> out, and we're gonna lose games. We already were losing games, but it's an easier way to lose games." And yeah. <laughs> Marco was like, Brandon, does your shoulder hurt? And Brandon's like, no, I think I'm good. And he's like, no, 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 I think your shoulder kind of hurts. Um, if, uh, well, I guess we didn't have Brandon Kuzman Lance for the last game. So, you know, it'll be uh, I, as long as as long as Jonathan Williams and, and Mo and, and Alex Caruso get minutes like that's that's all that matter at this yeah. point. It's all hey, I, I, also Bonga. Also Bonga. Don't yeah, of course. My bad. My bad. <laughs> of course. We got to have the German connection on the floor. I want to <laughs> yeah. see some pick and pops with and, Bonga and Wagner. Yeah, and I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing Svi on the... Oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> I don't think Rondo can get benched if he tried. It's very hard. Like I, uh, Bonga's played in like eight games this season, and I feel like we've been... Tanking for like the last four. So yeah. I don't know why he's not? No, why he's I, not in these games? I feel like Rondo could shoot ten threes in a first quarter if he did that and not get benched. So I, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think he'll stay in the court. <laughs> or he'll sit next to two chains. Like we'll be good to go. He'll bench himself. Supposedly he's done that for multiple games, and I didn't know that. Uh, so I think it like, I don't know. I, I think it's a horrible move to do but mm-hmm. i also didn't know that i thought that was the first time it would have been way worse if that was the first time he did that in my opinion mm-hmm. so it's still not a good thing but i when i first saw that i was like an angry human being <laughs> i was like why are you doing that <laughs> and then yeah i tweeted out and then like i thought because i thought I, I thought most people because i like to watch i don't know i love watching on spectrum Sportsnet, but for some reason i like to hear the horrible takes that espn has about our team <laughs> so like sometimes I'll watch it there and I thought maybe uh, nobody saw it on the Spectrum Sportsnet uh, channel so I like immediately like tweeted out and then I was like as soon as I went on Twitter I was like ah so many people have it out there already never mind <laughs> he did it that game where LeBron got uh, trashed for sitting far away from everybody on the bench also. But it wasn't was, it wasn't that far though he was like one seat away from Nunez in the Indiana game yeah, this one he was, was like five seats down like it wasn't even <laughs> close like he'd even try to make it look a little bit close it was fantastic camera work by ESPN too because <laughs> yeah. they did like the zoom out and you could see like everyone just like how far he was it was incredible um yeah I like I think I, I'm with you I like he's done it before so I think it was like a little overblown that being said like Come on, my man. Yeah, Come on. I still don't like it. Don't like it. I don't. Ugh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know who that. that I, that's like the beginning of of uh, DNA by Kendrick. When I, don't worry about it. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Have you heard? Have you heard uh, him and uh, him and Two Chain song? Yes. I love that yes. Song of so course. Much. That's a great. That's a yeah. great. I mean, this is the Lakers podcast. Like LeBron's the A and R for that album, so I guess yeah. we. Yeah, that's a good album. No, hey, that's a really honest, good album. LeBron hyped up that that uh, that song on his on his story. I was listening and I was like, I would really like to listen to this actually. <laughs> <laughs> like I also feel I also feel like um, 
it was a LeBron move because like the songs, like the first three songs are like pretty light on like the normal two chain subject matter uh, in language. Uh, and then you get like three songs in and then it's like, Oh yeah, I'm listening to a two chains album. Like this is, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff I can't talk about on, at, 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 at my job here. Um, but I feel like LeBron was like, just like a lot of people who mess with me, but don't mess with rap are going to listen to the album. So just like, just just push it a little further in the back. Like, don't come out with it. Uh, push a little further in the back, and I feel like that's what happened. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Um, nice little two chains aside. Yeah. Um, spe- well, real quick, speaking of um, brainless takes about the Lakers, um, I, I think Jeff Van Gundy's doing the game tonight. And uh-huh. between like Kyrie's Boston Celtics comments, between like their little their little um, spat that they had, uh, Boston Celtics, the little downturn, and them turning it on now. Between LeBron sitting, between the AD trade, just like prepare yourself for like Jeff Van Gundy to go on it's, ten minute rants. It's, it's better than hearing players only. Oh, I, I, the, the, the dead silence for like seven <laughs> seconds gets me every time. I literally just am watching the game and I'm like. You know what? It actually might be a little bit better like this. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna catch some flag for this. I'm gonna go on record. I am I'm becoming a believer in players only. What? I said it. Oh. I enjoy. It's it's very. Uh, I didn't always, and I still I, I love him as a player. I still can't stand Chris Webber talking about the game. I'm just like yo. <laughs> Like, I know that that's, like, the whole thing. Like, they don't talk yeah. about the game. But, like, Chris yeah. Webber, man, sometimes he just says something. And I'm like, are you watching, like, another game on YouTube right now? Are we watching the same game? Are you, like, are, like, are you watching League Pass? You know, um, you know what's weird? He's actually my favorite on there. Like, I think he's the most entertaining to me. I, like, I, yeah, I was going to say, I actually, like, I think some of the stuff he says are wild. Because, like, sometimes yeah. he'll just see someone catch their rebound for the first time in the third quarter and be like, wow, they're a rebounding machine, something like that. But he actually, like, <laughs> he actually tries. So, like... He, yes, exactly. That, he's, that, like, paying attention. Yeah, and he's, like, nonstop talking. My, my biggest problem with players only is, like, they'll be like, and this person gets the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a see, screen set by, by Mo Williams. I see, I don't, I don't mind that as much. I, I don't mind a, that as I much. I picked a random name. And I picked Mo Williams. I have no idea why I picked that name. <laughs> I have no idea why I picked that name, but I just really picked that. Yeah, no, I I get you. There'll be like a crazy alley oop, and Kevin McHale is like, "Oh, that's a solid dunk there. <laughs> solid dunk." Yeah, exactly. Um, Even on wild plays, they'll be like, "And there's a dunk by uh, Richard Jefferson." <laughs> You know, you're, Chris Webber does have the energy of a play-by-play guy. I'll yeah, give you that. Yeah, That's right. the difference. Like, but like Chris Webber's like the Kevin Knox of of play-by-play guys. Like Kevin Knox looks like a great basketball player. Like he's smooth. He's got the moves. Like he looks good. But like none of the shots go in. So like, like hey, fantastic. He's, like he's, you're the. He's done well for my fantasy team, so I will not accept that slander. All right, no slander. My apologies. My apologies. Um, but you know who slander is always accepted on the forum? Ooh, yes, who? yes. Little, little Boston Celtics slander. So, uh, guys, let's just let's end the podcast with just like, if you got some thoughts on the Celtics, let's just lay them out right now. Um, I'll let you guys sort of go in depth, but my first thing I just want to say is, look, it's obvious Kyrie is not happy. I don't care what happens in the playoffs or whatever. Actually, I care. I want them to get knocked out the first round. Um, let's just start it off like this. 
Hashtag run it back. Hashtag run it back. That's all I'll say. <laughs> run it back. Just look, man. Look, man. You don't like these guys, man. You like Jason Tatum and that's it. Man, look, you and LeBron got some unfinished business. You know, saying the Warriors stole a title from you the first time, and then they they, they Kevin Duranted their way to a title the next two times after y'all won. Run it back, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm down. With it. I agree. Uh, uh, Tatum's the worst one-on-one player in the league. All right, I'll let you go. Uh, Jason Tatum, who's supposed to be better than Brandon Ingram, has been averaging 14 points per game in the last eight games. You know what I will say? I will say there was a point in time where people were trying to convince me that Jalen Brown was better than than Brandon Ingram, and I'm glad we just got that all the way out the paint. Like that's like we can't. There's not even a discussion there anymore. Yeah, I, no, yeah. there was even moments where you kind of might have heard, like, Terry Rozier could even possibly be better. <laughs> and, like, you see how he's doing, and it's like, okay, all right, well, we'll just temper that one a little bit. Yeah, Jalen Brown's been so bad, it's not even fun anymore to, like, make fun of him, I feel like. Yeah, it's like screening Rondo. Like, why would you do it? Like, I feel bad about saying this one, but Gordon Hayward has a big contract. Yo, hey, I'm kind of I'm kind of mad at you for that because you said that the last podcast and then he went and dropped thirty. Yeah, I saw. And then he had a game winner. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, and like, Ali, what are you doing, bro? Two. He had a buzzer beater yeah. too. Yeah, I was like, it's so mad, bro. I think I think he's about to drop fifty because of what I just said. Ali's like, pass fun with that Gordon Hayward contract. And then he went out like had the best game of his life. <laughs> have fun with that Gordon Hayward contract. Next season gets MVP of the league. <laughs> like. I, there, there was some tweet that I saw, and it was like it was like some Celtics uh, fan tweet, and it was like, uh, say what you want, but like the Celtics are, I, I don't remember the exact record, but it was like the Celtics are like nineteen and three when Gordon Hayward makes half his shots, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's like their max play, he, they should be nineteen and three when he makes half. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> he's made half his shots in twenty two games. Like, no, that's like. like you're missing the point of that statistic. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> that that, oh, that annoys me so much. Also, a little thing that's not talked about is Al Horford also is a free agent for them this summer, so he can walk. So yeah. It's kind of like they have a bunch of like. But um, I don't. I don't. I actually think he might stay because I mean I don't think he, he gets that a nice contract this season, and I feel like he mm-hmm. likes it there. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't watch too many of their games or anything like that, but I feel like mm. he probably enjoys it there. So I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him back there. My prediction is that he opts out, and then they give him if they if they want to, they give him like the more money over mm-hmm. like a longer period of time. You know what I'm saying? And that way he gets to like end his career in a stable place and you're, still like make all the money he would have given up otherwise. You're giving Danny Ainge too much credit. Yeah, I know. What am I talking about? He's going to get traded for a second rounder if he opts in his player option. So, uh, to like, the that Hawks. does not sound very Danny Angel. She didn't even do that with Paul Pierce. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember like former Laker Matt Barnes or former like every NBA player? NBA Matt Barnes. Uh, <laughs> former Derek Fisher UFC opponent Matt Barnes. Yeah, so he was like on uh, ESPN today, and they were like asking. Um, are they better? Uh, are they better without Kyrie, like short term or long term? And he said both. I was like, 
man, I really hope like that gets louder as we get into the summer. What? Like if, yeah, he's like, oh, if, if Kyrie leaves, they can just go right back to, you know, building with their young guys and, uh, yeah, do exactly what they were going to do anyway. I was like, oh, man, please, like, turn that up. Like, <laughs> Somebody get this man Danny Ainge's phone number. Text him. Text him now. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think if Kyrie does leave, they shouldn't try to go get a star. I think they should, like, stay at home and, like, work with their young guys. I think that would be the smart choice for them. But yeah, knowing, I don't know, you can never, you can, you never know what Danny Ainge is going to do. <laughs> Yeah, truer words have never been spoken. Um, <laughs> he might just go out and say some wild quote about LeBron and Trump. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, we never know. He might see right? him. And, yeah, I mean, yo, it's like seriously, we might find him and McHale at a rally. Kevin McHale at a rally one day. Um, <laughs> oh man, this is this is going downhill. Yeah. Uh, we should we should we should end soon. Uh, here, I'll, I'll help us out. Um, the Celtics didn't put a lot of ice on their knees. In fact, they had to stay in for most of the game. Or if they put it on ice on their knees, it's because they lost pretty early. Shout out Bill Simmons. That's a that's a Bill Simmons. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it took me a while. It took me a while. Yeah, to no, get I realized one. I was like I was like <laughs> I, was, I probably delivered that terribly. So. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? And we were like Bill Simmons. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they got well, where is the, yeah? We should uh we should you know what? I'm just gonna stay silent for a little bit because that was, that was <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay, well, like we said, Lakers-Celtics, 8.30 tonight. Um, hopefully you will listen to this before the game. Um, and guys, like, I don't, I don't want to do prediction because, like, we just got blown out by Denver on national television, so our national TV games aren't uh, exactly exciting right now. Um, do you think LeBron uses the rest of the season to like get a head start on on passing Kobe next year and just like tries to get as close as possible. I I feel like he's just gonna be jacking. Like that's what he did at the beginning of the Denver game. He was just jacking. Yeah, I I think I think last game he was like focused on that, but I don't think he thinks about that much. I I, I honestly yeah. do believe that he doesn't think about that stuff that much. Last but la, I mean last game, yeah, he totally had that in mind. I mean he tweeted about it beforehand. So yeah. But I, I don't think he thinks about that. So no, I, in fact, I think I'm not. I think he like starts taking less and less throughout as it goes. That's just what, mm. how I feel. But I could also mm. be wrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he thinks about it either. I think he walks out of bed and gets 27 a night. Like he knows that's all he needs really to like pace. He's gonna pass Kobe if he continues those averages. So no, I don't see him like thinking like, oh yeah, I gotta like put up more points. Yeah, I don't see that. That's probably fair. Um, I guess one last thing before we sign off uh, for me. Um, did you did you guys see Michael Jordan's congratulations to LeBron? Okay, I have not seen that. No, I did not. No. I heard okay. about it, but I have not seen it. To quote, to quote, cuffs the legend. Uh, <laughs> what a dry ass congratulations! Like it was like, it, it, it's like it's like he was congratulating like. Uh, a kindergartner for like cutting on a straight line like it was just like i was like yo do you care like do you do you even care are you that angry right now and lebron like, even put mj on his shoes <laughs> yeah and like yo like i know it's jordan like i understand but like yo this man is threatened by bronze so hard like yeah 
It, oh my goodness. Yeah, no, and I mean MJ isn't normally like what he did for what he said for Kobe when Kobe passed him was huge, but like nor other than that, he's normally not even talking about players much or anything or talk, even talking mm-hmm. about the NBA. So, yeah. I I wasn't I wouldn't say I was too shocked either. Obviously like I was expecting a little bit more, but yeah, I wasn't expecting too much from him for LeBron passing. Yeah. Also, Cle- Cuffs the Legend tweeted out something about Rob Palinka. I saw you yeah. both tweet it. What did he say? He said Rob Palinka does not know basketball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Wait, how how close do you guys think like him and LeBron's like thoughts are like intertwined with each other like they're like what do you think because sometimes when i see his tweets i think they're like just Straight an extension LeBron. of lebron <laughs> yeah like, like is that they just talked about this and he's like all right i'm gonna tweet this and he's like all right, all right sounds good yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> then it's always talking about basketball trainers <laughs> <laughs> and then lebron's like yeah, yeah i'll quote tweet that you tweet that and then i'll quote tweet that. i don't want to directly say it but like yeah it would be awesome if like cuffs is legitimately like just lebron's media plant he's just like all right just say this like we're boys just just be my be my voice box on twitter for stuff i can't say they made fun of like ingram's training right i think yeah right? they like, uh, lancaster Michael, yeah mike lancaster or something yeah yeah, yeah. no they, they they destroyed him <laughs> they, I love I, Cuffs just loves to call basketball trainers clowns, clowns yeah. and like use the clown emoji yeah, yeah. I don't know why bro that gets me every time forget- keep these clowns away from your kids is yeah. like one of my favorites no, I remember he, he tweeted out about one of uh, a trainer and <laughs> I just looked at the comments back and it's a whole bunch of like the trainers uh, uh, kids and mm-hmm. it was just like them all defending the trainer, like, "What is wrong with you? Like, this helps me out so much." Blah blah. blah. And I was like, "Oh, that's actually kind of sad." <laughs> everyone, everyone on Twitter was like, "That's Brendan Ingram's trainer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, and he likes Ingram now too. Yeah, He's no, like, I've, I don't think that got uh, enough attention because I wonder yeah. what Brandon, because you know, Brendan Ingram for sure, like, he doesn't out. He's not on Twitter much, but he for sure heard about it. Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, Jason Maples quoted um, mm-hmm. like Brand like uh, Cuffs talking, saying like never seen Brandon Ingram play like this. Yeah. And Maples goes, "That trainer you roasted is doing something right." <laughs> and of course, the response was, "That clown isn't even Ingram's real trainer." <laughs> so maybe it was like you know maybe wait, there's some confusion. Wait, Cuffs said that he replied. Yeah. Like that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cuffs, Cuffs um, doesn't hold back. No. My my favorite. Uh, I'll I'll end with this, and, and if you guys have anything to say, I'll shut up after that. But this is this will be my last point. My favorite cuffs tweet came on March first, and it was <laughs> Luke Walton, a wild boy, face palm emoji, and like I want to just I want to get that tattooed on my chest. Luke Walton, a wild boy, face palm, as just like the signifier for this era of the Lakers right now. <laughs> Shout out Luke Walton, you a wild boy, bro. You a wild. I will- can't wait to watch you on UCLA next year. Oh man, <laughs> you have to go there. Kicking him out the door. No, I, I'm not even look, man. It, it was, this was like Julius. I didn't want Julius to be traded, or like to not be a Laker. But you know, but I knew what was exactly yeah, at this yeah. point. It's just, it is what it is. I will say, I wasn't expecting. I mean, with Brooke Lopez, it was totally different. But I, I will miss Luke Walton's like ang- like when he gets angry at the refs and that fire he has. I'll miss that mm-hmm. so much. I absolutely, for yeah. some reason, I've loved every time he's gone ejected just because of like the passion he has. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. 
he, he he does the thing where he's like holding the uh he's holding like the papers in his hand and he like smacks them against his other hand. Yeah, yep. yep. He and always he's always got the spit out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. All right. Well, uh, if if the if, if we're gonna end the pod on a on a on a requiem for Luke Walton, <laughs> it'll it'll, it'll well, be we've, we've recorded I think like six times and like three of them are gonna be released, but I don't yeah. think any time has been like after a win. So I'm hoping like if they win tonight, we might just have to record again because I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure when we'll see one again. <laughs> I think I think at this at this point of the season, any any win is like an emergency podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> emergency podcast. We only lost by three to the Jazz. So like we gotta hop on, break this tape down. Yeah. It won't even be against oh, a good. Man. It'll be against a team like the Hornets or something, and we'll just be like going off. Like, hey, you think they have a chance? <laughs> well, held Jeremy Lamb to 22 points in the in the fourth quarter. That's great, great job, KCP. Uh, <laughs> Kemba only dropped 45 on 50 percent shooting. <laughs> great job, oh Bongo. man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and only and only eight of those were on Bongo. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, all right, guys. Uh, this is this has been fantastic. Um, but hopefully. Hey, I'm not even gonna say a win. I'm gonna say a, an exciting game, a competitive game, and, and may the chips fall for the, where they may. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping to see some effort and some competitive, competitive spirits. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a little bit of a lineup change. I would like to see Caruso. I would say keep Mo on the bench and bring Caruso and Jay Will as starters. Don't hold your breath on that. I, no, I know. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm giving it a 0.2 percent chance. The most wishful of thinking. It's mostly yeah. because I know there's no chance Rondo doesn't play at least 35 minutes, and that's not going to come off the bench, so he's started. I mean, he's got thrust, so what can you do? <laughs> Shout out Rob Polinka. Um, <laughs> Our deep roster. <laughs> Hopefully JaVale oh, gets man. one of those blocks again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's uh, let's let's get out of here before we never get credentialed for a Laker game ever. Oh um, yeah, wait, hold up. Should we delete this whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, okay. All right, guys. Uh, until next time. Hopefully, the next time will be after after a Lakers win over the Celtics. But until next time, this has been the forum. <laughs>